it's great to gather together tonight to come and to lift up the name of Jesus. And tonight we're going to continue a series that we've been going through on a Sunday night. And this series is called Faith and Culture. Now many people today wonder, is Christianity still relevant? Many people in today's society wonder, can the church really help us today? Many people today wonder, does the Bible have issues to face? Or does the Bible have the answers to face current issues? Well, here at Gateway Church, we believe that Christianity is more relevant than ever. We believe that there has never been a time greater than this when the church has been needed. We believe that the Bible has every answer that mankind will ever face, that has ever faced and will ever face. We believe that more than ever. And that's why we've created this series called Faith and Culture. There are many people in our society who have these questions, who wonder about these things. And we believe that our God wants to reach into society today. We believe our God loves people today. And we, want, we believe that we're going to see God move in this world. Amen. And so in this series, we've been looking at some big issues that we face in our current time and in our generation. And we've been looking at the Bible's solution to these answers. We've looked at fear. Last week, if you were here, we looked at discouragement. It's something that we all go through. And tonight, we're going to look at another topic. And that topic is the Bible. So if you've got a Bible tonight, can you turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 15 to 17. We're going to be talking about the Bible. This is the third topic in our series. It's a topic that I know that we looked at two weeks ago in our connect groups as well. So we're going to be talking about the Bible tonight. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15 and we're going to read to verse 17. And it says, You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood. And they've given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God. And it is useful to teach us what is true and to, to make us realize what is wrong in, a, in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So tonight we're going to look... At the Bible and before uh, before I sp uh, started preparing for this message I began to do a little bit of research regarding the Bible so I'm, I jumped on Google once again and on Google I found out again some amazing statistics the phrase how to Bible study it receives 538,541 unique monthly searches on YouTube on YouTube alone, it has over 538,000 searching on there how to study the Bible. The phrase, how to study the Bible, every month on Google, there are 60,000 60, people, 60,500 people searching on Google how to study the Bible. And I, I found another interesting statistic on Evangelical Alliance on their website, and that they found that only 37% of Christians in the UK say they read the Bible every single day. Now they're staggering statistics, aren't they? When the people of God, we declare in, that we believe in the Word of God, that we believe that, that God's Word is the inspired Word of God, we believe that the Bible is relevant, yet only 37% of Christians in the UK say they read the Bible every day. But we see the people are searching to find out 
about how they can study the Bible. Now, the Bible is the most widely distributed and best-selling book of all time. Every single year, it is the best-selling book of all time. But you know, the Bible, it can be confounding, can't it? It can be a little bit confusing on times. All the different translations can make it confusing. The language in which it is written can be confusing. The history, understanding the time and the, the background uh, uh, that you might be reading about, the context, the contradictions that we might see sometimes in the Bible. It can be confusing on times the Bible can. So what's the bottom line of, uh, of all of this? The bottom line of it all is that every month, more than half a million people in the UK are searching how they can study the Bible. People are desperate to find out about the Bible, how they can read it for all it's worth. They want to know what the Bible is. They want to get into the Word of God. Yet people find it so confusing. And when people find it confusing and not sure where to go with the Bible, they reject it, they turn away from it, they put it on a bookshelf and it just gathers dust. People put it to the side. You know, I believe that there are many people here, even this evening, who are really hungry to understand the Bible. You want to get the most out of the Bible. You heard about the Bible. You hear people preaching from the Bible. But you want to grab the Bible for yourself. You want to get the most out of the Bible for yourself. You know, many people, believers today say they wish they could read the Bible more often. But yet, they don't. So what's the solution to all of this? I believe the solution to all this is that as a church, we need to be preaching about the Bible. We need to be giving practical lessons on how we can study the Bible, on how we can read the Bible, how we can hear God speaking to us through the Word of God. And that's why I'm bringing this message tonight. This is why I believe God's laid this message on my heart tonight, because I believe that this could help someone here, someone who wants to really understand the Bible. I believe tonight that God has given me some practical tools for you to learn how to study the Bible for yourself. I hope and I pray, and this is something that we could do every year, that even as new people come in, we, it could be something that is spoken about as a church, that we can help new believers, young Christians, get a grip with the Word of God. And so I'd encourage you tonight, take notes if you're unsure, if you're not sure how to study the Bible and you want to understand the Bible, I'd encourage you to take notes. So first of all, we need to understand, what is the Bible? What is the Bible? Well, the Bible is the Word of God. Of God. It is inspired by God. It is God's word to mankind. It is God's inspired revelation to mankind. As we've read in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15 to 16, it says that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are at wrong and teaches us what to do, uh, to do what is right. And God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So how does the Bible help us? We, we understand that the Bible is God's word to mankind. The Bible reveals God to us. It shows us who God is. It shows us his nature. The Bible shows us mankind and how far we've been separated. But the Bible also shows us God's love for mankind and God's plan to restore mankind to himself. But how does the Bible help us as well? Well, the Bible, it shows us God's will for our lives. Thank God tonight that as believers, we don't have to wander around wondering, what are we going to do with our lives? We don't have to come up with our own plan for our lives. Because when we begin to read the word of God for ourselves, God begins to show us his exact will for our lives, his exact plan 
for our lives. It says in Psalm chapter 119, Psalm 119 and verse 105, it says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light to my path. So the Bible shows us where to go in life. It shows us what God's plan is for our life. It helps us, it directs us in our lives. The Bible also renews our thinking so that we can develop a Christian mindset. You know, it, it begins to transform and change our minds. It begins to set our minds on things above and not things on this earth. It makes us fix our eyes and our hearts and our minds on God. It says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2 again, I'm sure we're all familiar with this passage. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So God's word begins to transform our mind to become more like God. It fixes our thoughts to become more like God's thoughts. The Bible also gives us answers. It gives us answers to our existence, to our purpose. It gives us the answer to life, to death, to afterlife as well. It gives us answers about salvation. The Bible gives us answers. And the greatest answer of all is John 3, 16. We all know this scripture, I'm sure. John 3, verse 16. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. You know, that is probably the most searched question on Google is why am I here? Well, the reason we're here is God has created us. God has a plan and a purpose for us on this world to, to be connected to him and to have a living relationship with him. So there are some of the ways that the Bible can help us. But tonight, I just want to share probably the most important way the Bible can help us. The most important reason for the Bible. The Bible is vital for our personal relationship with Jesus. The Bible is vital for our personal relationship with Jesus. You know, as a young Christian, I didn't realize the importance of the Bible and my personal relationship with Jesus. As a young Christian, I thought I could come to church and that would build my faith up. I thought that would be great, I'd be fine and I can live for Jesus if I just come to church. I thought that I could live off my parents' faith as a young Christian. They believed in God, they believed in Jesus and I can just learn from them. I don't have to find God for myself, I can just learn from them. You know, from a very young age, my parents, they would read the Bible to me every single night. When I was old enough, I began to read the Bible for myself. My parents encouraged me to read the Bible, and so I'd read the Bible for myself. You know, at Kids Club, I heard stories from the Bible. In Kids Club, we were given these small memory verses. I'm not, maybe Ellen, you remember these verses. These memory verses that we'd have to remember every week, and if we remembered them, we'd get a prize. And that was the only reason I used to remember that was to get a free prize from the tuck shop. I'm being honest with you this evening. But you know, I'd hear these stories from the Bible. Every weekend, I've grown up in this church all my life. Every weekend, I'd hear different people preaching from the Bible. Different people reading from the Bible. As a teenager, when I was in youth, I was asked questions about the Bible. I'd have to explain the Bible to other young people. Every now and again, I was asked to share a verse. And every so often I was asked to preach and I dreaded those moments. I, I used to hate preaching as a young believer. You know, the sad thing was about all of that growing up was I hardly read the Bible 
for myself, for my own private devotion. Even though I knew I should as a young Christian, I knew that I should have read the Bible, but I didn't read it for myself. And I used to feel guilty about it. As a result of that, my faith became shaky because I saw the Bible as a textbook rather than God's word to my life. Rather than hear it, than it being a book where God can speak to me, I saw it as a textbook where I could get information from and tell other people about it. You know, I thank God that our church, this church, Gateway Church, as it was known, Abraham and Pentecostal Church, this church has always been a church that has strongly encouraged the reading of the Word of God. We've been a church that has always been built on the Word of God. We've, as a church, every pastor that has gone before us, all the elders, all the leaderships that have gone before us, have always encouraged the people to be a people that read the Word of God. They've always highlighted the importance of the Word of God in our lives. And I want to encourage you tonight, that is my prayer, as we go forward as a church as well, as we move forward into all that God has for us. My prayer is that we would still be a strong Word of God church, that we would be a people who love the Word of God, who read the Word of God for ourselves, not just as a textbook, a people who understand the Word of God. Although that is my prayer as we move forward, I'm sure that many of you tonight, or some of you tonight, might still can still identify with the experience that I went through as a young Christian. Some of you might see the Bible as a textbook. Some of you might just hear it now and again, but you don't read it devotionally for yourself. Maybe you can identify that with, you, with myself this evening. Maybe you've come here tonight and you know you should be reading the Bible more, but maybe some, you just don't find the time. Your life's too busy. You just don't find the time to sit down and read the Bible. Maybe sometimes you just don't find the motivation. Maybe there's just a good series that's on TV and maybe the Bible can wait for another night in the week. Maybe I don't have to read that this evening. Maybe you just feel so confused by the Bible that you just decided, I'm going to stay away from it. I'm just going to hear the pastor preach from here on a Sunday or, or somebody preach from here on a Sunday and I'll just let them tell me about the Bible. But I don't really want to approach it because I don't understand it. But then you might wonder then why your relationship with Jesus might seem so lukewarm. You wonder why you aren't passionate for God, why you don't love God. You wonder why you're shaky during the difficult times, and you wonder that, why that is. You come here maybe tonight, and you wonder why your faith is based on somebody else's revelation, rather than your own revelation of God for your life. You know, Jesus said in John chapter 5, John chapter 5 and verse 39 to 40, John chapter 5 verse 39 to 40, he was talking to the Pharisees, and he says, you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life. But the scriptures point to me. Yet you refuse to come to me to receive this life. In this verse here, Jesus, he challenged the Pharisees. These people who proclaimed that they were the people of God. He challenged the Pharisees who were questioning his identity. You know, the problem with the Pharisees was that they knew the scriptures. They knew the word inside and out. They knew the scriptures, but yet they were not looking for Jesus in the scriptures. They weren't looking for Jesus. They were just looking in the scriptures to become more knowledgeable. So they could have a bit of an ego competition with somebody else to say, I know more than you. Oh, look, it is quoted in this verse, brother. You know this verse, you know this passage, oh, do you know what this says? But yet, Jesus was saying here, the whole point of the scriptures is that they point to me. It is all about Jesus. The Bible is, points all about, it points to Jesus. 
right from Genesis all the way to Revelation. You can read the whole book and in every book of the Bible, it all points to Jesus. Either to his first coming or in the New Testament, it points to his death, his resurrection, and it points to him coming again. But the Bible points to Jesus. So if you are looking in the Bible for anything else apart from Jesus, then you will be mistaken. You'll be at an incredible loss. And you know, that's what my problem was. When I read the Bible, I was looking for it just for information. Instead, I should have been reading the Bible to find Jesus. Because Jesus is the life. It is in him that we find spiritual life. It is in him that we find direction. It is in Jesus that we find all that we need. I want us to be a church that reads the Bible not to get more knowledge and to boast about it and just to put other believers down because we know more than them. You know, I believe with all my heart that just because you might know more about the Bible doesn't make you a strong, mature Christian. Strong, mature Christians are the people who just simply believe in Jesus and will trust Him and obey Him in small, little steps. They are the strongest believers. But I want us to be a church that reads the Bible not just for information, not just to get a good message out of it, not just to boast about it, but I would pray that we would be a church that reads the scriptures because we want to fall more in love with Jesus. We want to draw closer to Jesus. We want to find out more about Jesus. We want to draw closer to him and know more about Jesus. That is my prayer for us as a church. You know, as a young Christian, I would complain that I didn't really know Jesus personally. But the reason for that was because I wasn't searching for him in the scripture. I wasn't looking for him. I never really searched for Jesus because the Bible... It speaks all about Jesus. It proclaims everything about him. It is all about Jesus. You know, reading the Bible is not an academic study of the Bible, but it's a search of the one who loves us, the one who has a plan for us. You know, it's searching the word. It's searching for the word who was made flesh. I love what it says in John chapter 1. The word was made flesh. The word of God himself, Jesus. This is who it points to. This is who it testifies about. This is who it proclaims. The Bible is all about Jesus. And I pray we would read it to find Jesus. So you might wonder tonight, what did I do when I realized, when I finally realized that this love letter from God, because this is a love letter to mankind, to broken, sinful mankind. It is a love letter from heaven itself to you and to me. What did I do when I realized that I reduced this book to a textbook instead of finding my Savior, finding my Lord. What I did, I turned to the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the one who leads us into all truth. As it says in John chapter 16, verse 13, and when I realized that I wasn't reading it to find Jesus, I just simply asked him and I said, God, would you just open my eyes? Would you send your spirit just to open my eyes so that every time I read this book, I would be searching for Jesus, just to fall more in love with him, to find him, to find him and to find true life. After all, the best teacher is the Holy Spirit himself. I found that out as it says in one, it says that in 1 John chapter 2 verse 27. You can read that for yourselves. But it tells us the Holy Spirit is the one who teaches us the scripture. We thank God for preachers. We thank God for pastors. We need those in churches. We need leaders within churches. But the best teacher of the word of God is the Holy Spirit. Because he is the one who will lead us into all, all truth. And the Holy Spirit just wants to reveal Jesus to you and me. That is what he wants to do. That is what he's longing to do. And so every day, for a few months, before I would read the Bible, I would pray. And I'd say, Holy Spirit, would you just open my eyes? And, and I'd use the prayer 
that Paul had prayed for the Ephesians. And what I decided to do, I put I. Instead, where it said my in this passage, I change it to I. And where it said you or your, I change it to me. So I'll read it to you as I put it, as I prayed over it. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to 18. I keep asking that the God of my Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that I may know him better. I pray also that my eyes, that the eyes of my heart may be enlightened in order that I might know the hope to which he has called me. I use that as an example, as a, as a template to pray that God would open my eyes by his spirit, that he would open the eyes of my heart, that he would reveal Jesus to me every time that I would read the Bible. And you know what happened? Gradually, the Bible became the living word of God. It was no longer a textbook. I began to hear God speaking to me. I began to hear God directing me through the word of God. I began to find God's plan and purpose for my life. And more than that, I began to find out who Jesus was and his love for me and all his might and all his power and all the incredible things that God can do. I began to find Jesus in the scriptures. As a result of that, I've learned to treasure this book. Treasure this book that points me to Jesus. And what I do every day, I long to meditate on it. Just meditate on the Word of God. So you might be saying tonight, that's great. That's fantastic. I want to read the Word of God. I want to find Jesus in the Scripture. That's my heart. But you might say tonight, how do I go about it? Well, tonight I'm going to give you a quick game plan on how you can do this. And this is on the website as well, in case you forget it. So on, that, on the website, on the latest message section, you can find it there. So the game plan for studying the Bible. Hopefully this will help someone here tonight. Commit to spending 15 minutes of your day to read the Bible. I'd encourage you, start off the first 15 minutes of your day, begin it by reading the Bible. Start off by reading the Bible for 15 minutes every day. That's not too hard to ask. Even those of us who, really, who are really busy, spend 15 minutes of the day. If you can't do it in the morning, I believe the morning is the best time because it sets you up for the day. But if you can't do it in the morning, do it when you can. You might be wondering, what translation should I use? Would well, I encourage you to use a translation in which you understand? You know, I, I struggled with this a few years ago. Which translation, you know, should I read the New King James translation? Should I go from the King James because that's maybe a bit more accurate than all these different things? And I got really bogged down by this. And so I asked my dad about it and he just said, simply said to me, just read the translation which you sense God speaking to you from and where you really begin to hear God's voice. And I did that, and as a result of that, I found life, I found freedom from that. So I'd encourage you, read a translation that you get the most from. I personally like the NIV translation, and I'm reading from the NLT version. I love the NLT version as well, and the way that it puts it for modern readers. So find a Bible translation that you understand. I know Alan said that he once was given a Mormon Bible. Don't read from a Mormon Bible. Don't go from anything like that. I'm just talking about Christian Bibles here. Okay, so an NIV version, NLT, New King James Version. All these versions are great versions. You can even get them on your phone these days. The Bible is a massive book. So where do you start? I'd encourage you, start with the New Testament. Maybe start with the Gospel of John. Or if you fancy the Old Testament, if you, you feel a bit daring and you want to go in the, the Old Testament, try reading the Psalms. I get so encouraged and blessed by the Psalms. Start off in the Psalms. I'd also encourage you tonight to maybe get a reading plan, a Bible in a year reading plan, which you can follow along, which will help you every day of the year. You can get them on your phone as well. 
I like reading a Bible app called He Reads Truth. It's an incredible Bible app which helps me in my daily devotions. But on October the 1st, which is tomorrow, as a church, we are going to be doing the Bible in a year together. This was announced in our connect groups, in our last connect groups that we had. But we are going to be doing the Bible in a year together as a church. And I hope that it encourages someone. I hope that it blesses someone. We're not going to put devotions up every single day, but there might be times where we put devotions up regarding the Bible verse. But we want to go through the Bible together as a church, where we can encourage each other, where we can help each other out if we're not sure of what it means, where we could talk about it in connect groups, but where we can really begin to grasp the Word of God and sense God building our life, strengthening our walk with Him. So we're going to go through that as a church. Again, you can find it on our website in the latest message section. The Bible plans on there. But if you're not on the website, then we've printed some Bible plans out as well that you can grab on your way out of church as well. We're going to start it tomorrow. We're starting in the Gospel of John. We're going from October onwards. We're going to do it as a year. And hopefully on the 1st of October next year, we'll have all gone through the Bible together. Now you might say, what next? What after that? After I found a Bible plan and all this? Well, when you begin to read, start off by praying over it. Before you dive into the book, pray over it. Just ask God to open your eyes. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you through the Word of God and to reveal Jesus. After you've read your passage for the day, after you've read your 15 minutes, what do you do? What I like to do, I like to take one verse or two verses where I really sense God is speaking to me or something that I've been encouraged about from my reading. I take one or two verses and I'll either write it down in my notes on my phone or I'll write it in a notebook or a journal. And what I do, I'll reflect on that over the day. I'll think about that. I'll meditate over it to see what God is saying to me. What do we do after that? Finally, it says in James chapter 1 and verse 22. James chapter 1 and verse 22, it says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. When you sense God speaking to you, don't ignore it. Put it into practice. Begin to live out the word so as we come to a conclusion tonight, I pray that this has encouraged someone here. You can find the Bible plan, you can find the game plan on the website and everything tonight. But I pray that it is, it's encouraged someone. It might be practical, you might think, I know all this, Lou, you don't need to go through this. But I pray that it might have encouraged someone here tonight, that it might have helped someone. We want to help people in this church to understand God's word. We want to see people built up because we believe the Bible is more relevant than ever. And you know, now as a result of all, all of this, as, after learning all of this, I began to hunger and thirst after the Bible. And I began to hunger and thirst after Jesus when I'm reading the Bible. So I'd encourage you, just begin to pray over it. Hunger after it. And my prayer is that you'll begin to hunger and thirst after the Bible as well. And watch what God will do in your life as, as you begin to read the Word of God every day. And I'm, I'm just going to read with a quote from a guy called Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And he says, just as you do not analyze the words of someone that you love, but accept them as they are said to you, accept the word of scripture and ponder in your heart as, Ma as Mary did. That is all. That is meditation. Just take the word of God. Let it sit in your heart. Let God speak to you over that word and begin to put it into practice as God leads you and as God directs you. I pray this message tonight has helped someone here this evening. Amen. Shall we pray?